Hi, I'm Timmy. And I'm Mary Jane. He's the newbie. She's the doobie. And this is the show where we'd we tote cannabis. Talk. From both sides. Is that even possible? This podcast is for information and entertainment purposes only. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts and guests are solely their own and not intended to apply to another's personal situation. You should always consult with a qualified, licensed physician or other healthcare provider. By watching or listening to this podcast, you acknowledge you are of legal age to purchase and consume cannabis in your country or region. This podcast is for adults only, should not be used as a meal replacement, and may contain nuts. Hey everybody and welcome back to another episode of The Newbie and the Doobie. I'm Timmy, I am the newbie. My name is Mary Jane and I am the doobie. On today's episode, we have a lot of stuff coming up. We absolutely do. Starting with the word of the, word of the week. <laughs> I can't even get my word of the moment out. <laughs> <laughs> and today's high, high five, five list. High five. <laughs> high five. We also have Mary Jane Strain. Our Duber Minute, which is a new segment. Oh, and what gets me going? And then we'll be ending strong with uh, Timmy discussing D.A.R.E. Oh, is that because it's D.A.R.E. Day? It is D.A.R.E. Day. I knew this. Why well, not? We, we talked about it. We do, we do <laughs> prep for these shows, for those of you who do not know. It is D.A.R.E. But Day. But normally I forget. I forget what day it is when but it is But it's never the, the weed. No, I just don't care. Right? I just don't care. That's the thing. I don't care what day it is. That's how I feel. That's how I feel about a ton of stuff. People are like, it's day one. How did you not see? It's always day one. That's all. Actually, that is something. That is something to be aware of, everybody. Today is day one, and not like in the manner of like school when they were like, yeah, it's a day one or a day two. Like I have gym today. No, no, nope. it's always Every day one. Every day is that's, a day one. Well, that's how we. It's how we live our life, right? You mean we, as in you and I? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, everything's, it's day one. Every day is a chance to, to start again, you know, you, you know, whether it be through for what? I'm sorry. I can't, you can't sit there in that onesie and talk philosophically. It just I absolutely can. This is, this is exactly how the philosophers would dress. I can't even. Oh, I'm not taking it off, so what? you're going to have to listen to my philosophical okay. thing later. It's always day one, fresh start. Yes, that's true. That's now, true. okay, to be fair, some of you might be wondering, Timmy, why are you wearing a unicorn <laughs> outfit? That's a fair question. I was wondering that myself a little bit. Right? And right like, now. Why are you wearing my unicorn <laughs> onesie in that? It was the only thing I could find in the closet. Now, you realize that there is a an audience out there that is listening on a podcast form, and I'm just going to tell you once again, this is a TV show <laughs> that happens to be on podcast. Yes. So if you're listening to us on podcast, that's amazing. We hope we share it with lots of cool stuff. But understand that if you really want the full Timmy and MJ experience. Yes. What an experience. <laughs> right? <laughs> you you got to go this. to YouTube. Yeah, you got to see this. The newbie and the doobie. Um, this this is one of, actually. You look um, very horny. <laughs> well, it's been a long day. <laughs> long. <laughs> <laughs> <You're good. laughs> Dead silence. <laughs> That's always good so for Timmy, radio. So, Timmy, why are well, you listen, wearing I wanna that? Well, I want to say this first. I want to say this first. Um, about this, you, this is your uni, your unicorn onesie. And I will answer why I'm wearing it, but understand this. Our um, director, producer, audio editor, um, uh, master, king, of master, all. Uh, master of all setup and design, yeah. and uh, the person who um, puts images on our uh, on on our images. They literally and, do everything. Yeah, yeah. Like we literally can't do the show without him. And yes, we know he's listening right now, and we're hoping to make sure that he gives us hugs at the end. But you know, <laughs> no, socially no distance, socially distance hugs. We'll we'll do we'll do kind of virtual hugs. But anyways, um, he commented uh, how this was clearly a um, high end unicorn onesie 
Okay. And we both, I said, yes, it is. I mean, and, and, it, and, and in all ways, I mean, it is, this is so, I'm, thank you. Thank you for allowing me to wear it. I do have an addiction to both onesies and unicorns. You have, yes. The, and no, rainbows, and you're literally wearing all three. I, um... I had three unicorn onesies to choose from today. You did, and they're all a multitude of rainbow colors. Now, this, this, this I feel, is a good choice, though. I partic- particularly like this one. It is. It is the brighter of... I think it's the brightest of all three. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, hey, and the I, mohawk, the, the, the mohawk <laughs> thing on the back. Like, you got to turn your head so people can see in the, in the camera here. It's really... <laughs> it looks awesome. And as a side note as well, um, I think I sent you uh, a meme... I, I shared was, it actually yes. on our Say, story. Tell them because just because we're on unicorn theme right now, just okay. mention the um, great news: cannabis is responsible for just as many deaths as unicorns stabbing <laughs> people with their horns. Right? Yeah. Now, um, as far as I know, um, eight people have been killed by unicorns. No, that's that's a lie. It's zero. Okay. Mm, I don't. Yes. All right. There's no way to really back that. Information. Unicorns don't kill. We don't know that. No, they don't. We have, there is no there is no evidence. Their um, horn physically cannot penetrate. How do you know? Because it's magical. Right. It's so, like a cloud. It's there, but when you touch it, it's not. It's not interesting. Well, let's answer the question since since that question is going to be unanswerable. <laughs> let's answer the question of why am I wearing it? And some of you might be thinking because clearly it's dare day. And so Mary Jane has dared Timmy to wear a unicorn outfit during this podcast. Nope. No. I had no idea. I'm simply wearing it because. Now, here's the thing about dare. We we had talked, we knew dare day was coming up. And so we had talked about dares. Mm -hmm. And the reality is, is that we couldn't even really think of things to dare each other to do because... Dares come in two forms. One is that they are um, incredibly dangerous. Yeah. Or things that are embarrassing. Yes. And the reality is, is that you and I have... Or just gross. Well, yeah, yeah. One, we, but you and I have one thing in common, and that is um, it's very difficult to embarrass us. In fact, I be- we just did an episode where we were just wearing towels that's true. By choice. That's true. Right? And I mean, I'm pretty sure flag day is coming up. Mm-hmm. So, you know, who knows? We could wear flags. Who <laughs> no, You might want to stay around for that. So this is just simply by choice. But here's the thing about dares. Um, I have seen a lot of people, you and I have talked about this, and I'm sure a lot of people listening and watching will understand this. There is this segment of the population out there. That feels, that's a male population. Okay. Usually drunk. Okay. That feels that they are going to entertain the world and each other by voluntarily kicking each other in the nuts. Okay. I was, I was a little hesitant when you said men. I was like, okay, where is he going with this? Now, here's the thing. Yeah, women can't do that. No. Um... They laugh about this thing, and I, I think it is. I think it is r- ridiculous. It's so I don't even know how to describe it. Well, you have to be drunk in order to not feel your balls getting crushed. <laughs> well, I would, like... Im- I would imagine so. I think you'd have to be drunk to even pull off such a um, such an activity in general. Now, as far as I know, we do not know. I think you said there's as many unicorn um, sightings or whatever, or deaths. deaths, as there are cannabis deaths. I would say that there is as many um, unicorn deaths as cannabis deaths, <laughs> as cannabis users who for fun have kicked their friends in the nuts. Like, I just don't see that as a cannabis-driven activity. I can't, I, I, it's got to be alcohol-driven. I can't see that as a cannabis-driven activity. No, you, it's so funny. My Nana, a long time ago, she said to me, um, you know, the kids come and they party in the field over there. And she says, every time they come, I can tell if they're drinking or they're smoking. She says, like, the kids were always different. But she could tell what they were doing because if they were loud, mm-hmm. If they uh, left garbage nine times out of ten, 
It was empty beer cans and, you know, food wrappers, and they left all kinds of crap. Cannabis, she'd be like, yeah, those weed smokers, they're quiet. You see a little fire over there, and that's it. (laughs) That's it. Some little tom-tom drums. Yeah, just like chilling by the fire, being all calm, because they don't want to get busted. Right? It's like, hey. Okay, we're not that slow. Anybody want to kick me in the nuts? <laughs> no. <laughs> no nut kicking. <laughs> but here's the, the thing about dares. This this whole this whole concept of dares is fascinating. These people get that they push themselves. And I'm not against extreme things. I'm not ex- against the going to extreme. Like, say if someone said, hey, I dare you to go skydiving. Said some That freaks some people out immensely. There are people out there that would even fathom going skydiving mm-hmm. but i went skydiving and i went bungee jumping mm-hmm. and um i well i zip lined down fremont street in las vegas that's not exactly you know like still counts the limits, you zip lined and i've I seen was, the photo it looked pretty cool yeah, it did look i looked like james bond but yeah you're posing but here's the thing though the Poser. um so I'm not opposed against that, but I am against I, I am against people who like who who dare people to do things. And same with even drugs and alcohol. People who are um, the peer pressure. They, they think it's funny to sit there and say, "I dare you to to drink that." To people who they know can't drink mm-hmm. or or hold, I dare you to drink five of those. See, and it's just, I think that's just dangerous and irresponsible. And drugs, alcohol, whatever it may be. I, and and that's so I'm I kind of like I think daring people to do things is cool, but I also think there's there's lots of people out there doing stuff. It's like don't dare people that are going to like possibly ruin their lives forever. Well, see, that's my biggest problem with people who, anybody I've ever seen, they're like, here, come smoke a dab. You know, a dab, like a, in an oil rig with a, anyways. <laughs> no, no, but that's why I'm doing this show, because okay, okay, I want to so, learn these things. So they would say, come smoke a dab. And I, had, you know, most of the times there are people like me, newbies to like concentrates and whatever. And I, I, they're like, oh yeah, you're new, eh? Imagine this is the bowl. And then they take like a massive piece and chunk and like put it in there. Really, you should have only had this big, but they want to see how much you can take. Mm-hmm. That's just wrong. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I think there's limits. I think there's limits. Yeah. But, well, and we're also confined to a very small space. So it's not like we could really. Well, no, I think that's the thing. Like, we, w- we would probably, we had talked about it's like, well, should we dare each other to do things during the show? And we were looking through lists of dares and we're like, well, a lot of them are good know. for visual, but not so much for audio yeah. and visual. But, but we are, we are trying to push the video a bit here. So this is true. But. So if, if anybody out there can think of any like dares that, because we were like, eh. yeah, I don't know. Dare us to do something. Like I said, as long as it's not illegal. Um, I always used to pick or like truth. super gross. Yeah, that's why. I, I that's why nobody played that game. Nobody played truth. Or- no, I. Everybody knows everything about me. I'm screwed. Because yeah. apparently, I was the only one playing the game truthfully. Everybody, everybody would try to play that game. My my friend circle kind of gave that game up once they realized that nobody wanted to pick dare. Mm. Like it was just kind of like, oh, that's kind of lame. Anyway, so not against not against the the having fun of the dares, but I do think that there are certain things where it's like that. I don't think that's I don't think that's funny nor nor should it be called for but um talking about some of the extreme stuff and it's going to feed into my my high five list today but i do want to mention because we've mentioned my unicorn outfit uh you've got a super cute toque on and it's talking about the extreme and going on adventures and doing things like that and pushing boundaries and like going to new things and do things which i think is that's positive daring i dare you to i dare you if you are watching or listening today i dare you to do something today you have never done doesn't have to be gross doesn't have to be illegal but i dare you because it's day one but it does have to be safe it does have to be safe (laughs) but do something new so I think that kind of connects. I I I I think the concept behind the people that are embroidered on that beautiful toque yours. Oh, right here the uh, yeah the logo. Talk, talk about that. Okay, and this is not so, a paid advertisement. By no, the way. I um well anybody who uh, knows me will know nobody's paying me for shit to talk about their <laughs> shit. 
I've tried. Nobody wants to pay me. It's fine. <laughs> they will when this when this <laughs> podcast explodes. It's it's totally fine. I get it. Um, I also have a couple businesses that I run for myself, and I don't want to go giving away a bunch of stuff for promo either. So, anyways, I generally only promote things that I believe in, mm-hmm. um, which is why you hear me talk so much about cannabis. Uh, and one of the companies and, and me about unicorns, but anyways, yes. Yes, about unicorns <laughs> and the earth being flat. Yes. I believe in that. Yes. Um, so the company whose logo is right here um, is High B&B. And I'm super excited because, I mean, in my stoner brain, I'm like, I had this idea years ago because I traveled and trying to find accommodations that are cannabis friendly. Um, and by that, I mean... I don't want to consume cannabis in your unit. I just want to be able to smoke cannabis in my car and then come into the unit and be able to feel safe and sleep there and whatnot. Um, And I have been, I've had hotels try to charge me for stinking the room up by saying I smoked in it when I only rolled a joint in it. Um, you were with me one time yep. when we got called by an Airbnb host that was like livid because he thought I smoked in his house when really I once again just rolled a joint. Right. Um, and so this company, what they've done is they've created very nicely a space where people who have um, Airbnbs or like places that they would like to put or are already on Airbnb, um, if you'd like to, like if it's cannabis friendly, you need to provide a space for people like me to go and consume my cannabis, even if it's on the sidewalk, even if it's in the backyard, just have somewhere for us to go. And um, you basically, you put your listing up on high BNB and people like me will look at your places and go, you know what? I think I'm going to go there. Mm. And it's not just accommodations. Um, just like Airbnb has like uh, excursions, like mm-hmm. events and stuff like that, they also have things that you can do. So there's like a yoga class or there's a poker club or there's um, like there's there's so many. There's hiking in the park. Uh, there's a, a full multitude of different activities and places that you can go. And uh, I'm specifically wearing the toque for today's episode because they are getting some really awesome, like a push into, I can't remember, is it the Shark Tank or the Dragon's Den that's here in Canada? Dragon's Den is Canada. Okay. So um, Shark Tank I stole think, our idea. I think they're going in to see the dragons very shortly. And um, I personally would love to see as many activities and rental listings on that website as possible. So that way, when they walk into the Dragon's Den, they can say, look at what we've built. Because honestly, this is what the cannabis space is requiring. We need a space where if we want to go to an event, you can hold it there. You know, if if you want to do a comedy show, Timmy, mm-hmm. and you're willing to provide a space for people to consume before and after... You can post that on there. Done. Right? Done, yeah. So if I can say anything to anybody out there that's listening, please go check out Hi B&B. Just like that. H-I B&B. This is not a paid advertisement, but we will take free merchandise from Hi B&B in exchange <laughs> for this promotion. Oh, I won mine too. So I'm super <laughs> happy. Um, okay, so let's, uh, let's, let's do my high five list. Are we doing high five or are we doing word of the week first? We're switching it up today. Oh, are we not? yeah. It was just because we were talking about adventures and my high five list is about know. adventures. I know. Yeah. Okay. Let's okay. Do, we're going to take a break and do some education and then we'll go All right. Let's do word of the week. Okay. I, was, I, was, see, my, I was following the flow. I know. I know. But it makes more sense like this. Believe it, folks. We actually mapped this thing out. It makes much more sense. Follow well, along. Well, you mapped it out. So you yeah. should be okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Remember. So the word of the week yeah. is THC. So is that a word or an abbreviation? Ah, I knew right? you'd call me on that. Do you know what the word is? Uh, tetrahydrochloric acid. No. Titra, did I get any of that right? Tetra? Yeah, that's right. Tetrahydra? Hydro, yeah. Tetrahydrochlorophene. No. Chlorophoric. No. Chlorum. Chlorum. Chloramidia. Tetrahydrocannabinol. Cannabinol. 
Cannabinoids. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's it. Tetric habit. Yep. <laughs> I, suggest, I suggest to the cannabis community right now that we refer to this word from now on as THC. So oh, little, little, that's brilliant. Yeah, it's so much shorter. I'm gonna I'm gonna probably trademark that. Okay. That seems a lot easier. So let's go with let's okay. go with THC for the rest of this experiment. So THC is the psychoactive compound in cannabis. Right. Right? It's one yes. of the cannabinoids. So I'm gonna tell you how and why it's psychoactive. Okay. Okay. The science behind it. So when you consume THC, not THCA, but THC, mm-hmm. it enters the bloodstream, binding itself to the CB1 and CB2 receptors. Now, the CB1 and CB2 receptors are part of our endocannabinoid system. Okay. What it does is it will stimulate the release of dopamine. Dopamine is the, um, like the positive rush that you feel, right? When yes. something gets you excited. It's, it's a sense of euphoria. Yes. So basically when you smoke cannabis and it enters into the bloodstream, mm-hmm. your endocannabinoid system then goes, Hey, here's a burst of dopamine. Okay. So you feel good. And that's why THC makes you feel good. So... Because we've talked about this. Or bad, depending on, on your... Right, and it's, and it's the level of THC as well. Yes, everybody has their own comfort level. Right, okay. And that's why when, you, when you've talked to people, they say, look, um, just use, say, CBD, which doesn't have the THC, so you can mm-hmm. have the health side without getting the psychoactive... Well, they're, two, they're two different cannabinoids, um, CBD and THC. Okay. THC is psychoactive, where CBD is generally thought to be non. But you can have cannabis without THC. That is referred to as hemp. Okay, sweet. Which is still a form of cannabis. Which was, I believe, our word of the week, um, like back in episode three. Yeah. yeah. And we're going to learn about uh, different. We're going to get into the science behind cannabis and what's get, what gets me going. So I don't want to jump too far ahead. Fair but that enough. is that cool. is uh, THC. THC, tetrahydrocannabinoid. Cannabinol. Cannabinol. Ah, so close. You know what? If you say it really fast and really confidently, it doesn't matter if you say tetrahydrocannabinoid or tetrahydro, tetrahydrocannabinol because they'll believe you no matter what. Chances yeah. are, if you say it really quick and just no, push that's, through. No, that's the face principle. I've talked about yes. that a lot. Yeah. Just talk fast, talk yes. confidently, and people will believe what you say. That so is... if anybody has heard me say can I, um, t- tetrahydrocannabinol and then heard me say tetrahydrocannabinoid, I apologize because only one of them is right. That's right. It doesn't matter which one. They're both, they both actually would spell THC technically. That part is true. So that's all true. Okay. So my high five list today. High five. High five. Um, so we're talking about we're talking about dares and adventures. Now I've gone skydiving, I've gone bungee jumping, yep. um, and or ran a marathon, but that's that's not exactly a thing. That's and, a bucket list. Yeah, these are bucket list. But these these here, my high five list today is, um, and they're not connected to cannabis at all. Usually I try to bring my can, my my high five list and connect with cannabis, but my high five list today was post COVID bucket list. Okay. So these are five things that are would be listed in some areas, some obviously different levels, kind of like THC, different levels of extreme, just like, you know, different levels of THC. Mm-hmm. Some people might go, what? That's not very... But if you know who I am and you realize that, you know, I'm on this growth curve of trying new things. Mm-hmm. You know, I used to hate roller coasters. Now, now I do roller coasters. And the first time I jumped out of that airplane, like, believe me, that mm-hmm. was not... Some, that wasn't like... You know, oh, Tim's always been a thrill seeker. That was like a, here we go. In fact, I could die like yeah. this. Um, so these are five things that are on my post-COVID bucket list. Okay. That Let's hear it. It, it would be things where you're like, I dare you to do that. Okay, fine. I'm going to do these things. Okay. Number five, in order of extremeness, I believe, is Zorbing. I want to go Zorbing. You know Zorbing? No. You go into these uh, little plastic bubbles and you you run around and like 
crash into the people. Oh, I've stuff. done that. Have you? Yeah. Yeah, I would like to do that. Every year at Waterfront, they used to do that. Now, some people might say that's not very extreme, but there are other people out there that would be terrified. And so this isn't about, but this is something that I was like. It's oh, definitely want, not fun. I will I want, tell you that. I want to do it. I want to do it. it I, it's yeah. not fun. No. I'm going to do it. Well, anyways. part of it is is intriguing to you, the running full tilt at another person while they run at you, or is it yeah. the being launched backwards when you hit that f- bigger person? I was going to say fatter person, that bigger person than you. Yeah. So both of those things are intriguing. Number five. Number four on my list of post-COVID bucket list, zip lining, like really zip lining okay. through the trees. Oh, like so I not s- like at um the not in not in Vegas. Niagara over the falls. Oh, the fall. Yeah, that would no, that would be cool. You that do can, that. Yeah, like okay. I'm, I don't want to go. I'm not talking like zip lining down Fremont in in Vegas. <laughs> I've done that. I'm not talking about going zip lining in like the West Edmonton Mall or something like that. I want to like going over the Grand Canyon. So you don't want to zip line over people, is what you know, you're or saying. going over Niagara Falls or going down through trees in a in a forest. Yeah, that I would like to do that. Okay. Okay. Now heights are not my favorite thing in the world, but um, but I, I would love to do that. Number three on my list of uh, Timmy's top five uh, post COVID bucket list is treetop trekking. Oh, I want that's to go on up- mine. Now, I know people who have done it, yeah. and I know people who have uh, not enjoyed it, and they got halfway through it and said, get me out. And I know people who, you know, look up the first one and go, not going there. Isn't part of treetop trekking ziplining? Uh, I don't I don't know. I think you, I'm not sure. I think you, I thought you just kind of walk over ropes and stuff. Well, if it's not, I think they're missing out on an opportunity. But maybe we here should blend them together. I would do the course if I knew there was a zip line. A zip at line? The end. Maybe that maybe there is. We should yeah. tr- we should try it. So, if you notice, though, see, like height, height is a big thing for me. Yeah. Um, then I want number two on my list of post COVID bucket list is the edge walk at the CN Tower. Another height thing. When they're wa- you're you're walking you outside. Know, it's so funny. Do you have you have an issue with heights? I never. I never. I never have really considered it or thought about it. Um, but maybe inwardly, I do. Like I can't ever imagine. I I do, I know I have a problem with small tight spaces. Okay. But I like in terms of a really extreme claustrophobia, like I could hide in a a laundry basket for hide and seek when I was young. Um, But like really, really like where I feel like, like I could never climb through crevices in in a... So you wouldn't go in a cave? Well, that would depend. Uh, Well, I think I would now. Like I said, I'm trying new things. But it is interesting to me though that uh, that... Um, height. Four of them are height. Three of them are what? height. Unless I do zorbing in the trees, that oh, would be cool. Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. But the edge walk in CN Tower, I think that would be super cool. Where you walk, you walk on the outside of the CN Tower. Yeah, but not in, only in do Toronto, you walk Ontario. on the outside, you walk on the outside facing downwards. Yeah. So you're like looking down. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to do that. Now this one might this one might throw you off. My number one thing on my high five list post COVID. If is watch once, Titanic. No. Once we are able to travel. Okay. I am going to run with the bulls in Pamplona, Spain. Oh. I want to go run with the bulls. Have is you ever seen those people? Is that why you wore the horn on your head? <laughs> right? Psychologically preparing for this thing. I, I did not plan that, but that's <laughs> that's the way the brain works. You see, isn't that look crazy though? They, they, they run out and blow. And we say, well, Tim, what about, you know, why don't you just go? I value my kidneys. Thank you. Right? There, I guess, there's no way. I, I guess there's more of a risk I to that I won't even one, run but. with the cows. <laughs> <laughs> Running with the bulls. It's every July in Pamela. So it's not going to happen. So I've still got another year. But a year from now, I would like to be running with the bulls in Pamplona. I don't think I'd run very long because I don't want to be gored either. <laughs> I don't want but to I run think, very long. I think just the fact that that's I'm in the crowd. That's because you on the, on the yeah. friggin' ground. That's what I want to do, though. I want to push it. I want to push some things. I want to go high. I'm going to go high. So, hey, yeah, it is cannabis related. High. Three of these. Three high of five. these are high. High five. Those are my high that's five. That's a good my, high five. My top five post-COVID. Um, trying to push myself, trying to try new things, trying to go out of my comfort zone. And, and I see, think everybody I just, should do I that. I just want to have sex on a beach somewhere. Right? High five. Although it's got to be a virgin because I don't drink. <laughs> I see what you did there. Nicely done. <laughs> Nicely done. Thank you. All right. Let's uh, let's uh, talk about strains. Yeah. Uh, I mean, since you just talked about an alcoholic beverage, let's uh, jump back now into Well, uh, I said strains. a virgin. 
Oh, right. That's right. You did say, yes. yeah. Yes. Okay, true. And, so that's um, a fruity drink. Yeah. And this is a, a fruity cannabis strain. All right. So Mary Jane strains. Yes. Mary Let's Jane strain is Pink Kush, specifically mm. from Pure Sun Farms. Now, this licensed producer, Pure Sun Farms, is out in BC. And this strain, Pink Kush, is one of their signature strains, okay. which is not a surprise because, I mean, Pink Kush should be a signature strain, in my opinion, for everybody. I It's it's one of my favorites. Um, it was really good. I just want to say it was, it was really tasty. Um, but it is an indica dominant, okay. so shorter, fatter plant, bushy leaves. Um, THC content is anywhere from 18 to 25. Okay. The terpenes are myrcene, bisabolol, humulene, limonene, and karyophyllene. Now, for those who have been paying attention, we learned about terpenes we last did. episode. We did. Right? Yes. All right. So see that? See? I see what you're doing. You're building. I you're am. building on things. Okay. I am. Um, some users, while consuming this strain, have experienced feelings of relaxation, mm -hmm. happiness, and of course, the euphoric feeling. Okay. Now, Timmy, I'm going to ask you. Yes, I was waiting for this question. <laughs> what are some of the side effects that yes. people have said that they experience when using this particular strain of cannabis? Well, for this particular strain of cannabis, I am going to go out on a limb and say that some of the side effects are red eyes and dry mouth. That is correct. Right. Yeah. Good yeah. job. Yeah. See, so you're learning. Yeah. Yeah. I think I've pretty much nailed that. It's with or this. Or horned it. And, and horned it. <laughs> every, every brand of cannabis. It's um, true. It's red eyes. Mm -hmm. And dry mouth. It's the it's the glossy eye look. Which which is also which is also how I feel waking up in the morning. Yeah, you do look pretty red eyes, yeah. dry mouth. I didn't smoke a thing the night before. No, but you did sit in a room with me for about three hours while I smoked. It's true. We are we are still wondering about that whole uh, secondhand no, experience. Secondhand smoke. And secondhand high happens. You just swear that you don't, no, that I it don't. doesn't affect you. I, no, I do I do not. I, I am going on record to say that after many hours of um, not necessarily trying to experiment, <laughs> but experimenting with um, being in the presence and inhaling and experiencing secondhand cannabis smoke, I am not a doctor. I just play one here on the podcast. But through my personal experience, I do not believe it has affected me one bit. So take that for what it's worth. As you sit there in a onesie. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um, we have uh, we have something special today. We have a, a new segment. Um, yes, that's right. We uh, I went down to perform in Pasadena, California. Yes, at the Ice House. At the Ice House, where a lot of the legends have oh. performed comedy. For the those who do not know, I'm a, I'm a stand-up comic. Um, and so I went down there to perform at the Clean Comedy Challenge. Mm -hmm. And you and I went down there. So this was, this was what, about six months, seven months before uh, COVID hit. You know, we had plans to go back down there and visit again. It was like July 2019. Yeah. And um, uh, we got picked up at the airport. By uh, Martin Franks. Oh, my God. No, in no way when we called Uber did we think we were going to get such a treat. Martin Franks <laughs> is a, uh, um, surprisingly, um, a very funny, very funny guy. Yeah. Um, and uh, He was like a saint, I tell you, because <laughs> the whole way down there, I was like, oh, my God, as soon as we land, I need a joint. I need to find weed. I don't know what I'm going to do because I haven't left Canada in like <laughs> my entire life almost. But oh my God. Yeah. It was like an angel was sent that day. So Martin Franks is a, uh, is a cannabis user um, and an Uber driver yeah. and, uh, and a uh, aspiring comedian. Yeah. So it's super funny. Uh, it was a, it was an absolute pleasure. And so we decided that we would, uh, 
um, start up a segment called the Duber Minute. Yes. Um, and where Martin Franks would uh, share some insight. Um, whatever it is, we had no, we have no goals yeah. or plans. It was just like Martin. You just want to hang out. Let us, let us know. It's a, share us, tell us a story. Yeah. And so um, let's uh, let's find out what uh, what Martin Franks has to say in our very first episode of the Duber Minute. Hey guys, what's happening? Um, wow, I just completely forgot what I was going to say. I had a, I had a thought, a kind of a powerful thought I was going to share, and I just completely, completely lost it. Does that ever happen to you? You have a, something you're going to say, it's like on the tip of your tongue, and then you just, you just lose it. It goes out of your mind completely. It happens to me a lot. Or sometimes I just can't even think of like, my next thought, you know, or just can't think of something to say. It's weird, you know, and then, or sometimes I'll say something and then I'm like, why did I say that? You know, why did I even say that? And what did I, what was I talking about? Or what, what did I mean by that? It's weird, you know, to think about. And it's kind of happening right now. <laughs> you know, it's like, what am I saying? Why am I saying any of it? What am I thinking? Why can't I think of something else to say? Instead, you know, it's kind of intense when you start thinking about it and then you think, why was I thinking about that? And why was I thinking about that? And why am I saying I'm thinking about it? Wow, you know? Huh. So, I, you know what? I'll just leave you with that. I guess that's the thought today. It's like, what is that all about? What is thinking all about? You know, what is a thought all about? Think about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, um... <laughs> I can't even. I can relate on so many levels. Like, I see, I see, I see what he's thinking, though. <laughs> like, you know? You get it? I do. It's some, I have those moments all the time. All right, I've seen you have those moments. I know. And the worst part is just like he... You just keep talking, and you can't make your mouth stop. <laughs> that was a good observation. All right, all right. So we'll uh, we'll invite uh, Martin to uh, join us every once in a while. Um, I like that from idea his, uh, from his Uber. So uh, Martin Franks um, from the uh, on our first episode of the Duber Minute. I love that name, the Duber Minute. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, Martin Franks, you want to? Uh, we'll actually put a link to him in, in the descriptions, both on podcast and uh, in YouTube. Um, check out Martin Franks, but he'll join us here on the show uh, doing a Duber Minute as well. So, um, but that definitely, um, I'm going to think about that. I'm going to think about that uh, as I think. Do you know how many times? <laughs> Is that one of those moments? <laughs> no, because here's the thing. I I do that. You do it on stage quite often, actually. Right? Yeah. How many times am I, am I performing? And all of a sudden I'll be like... Like people, actually, somebody, somebody just said, right? Somebody said, you should stand on stage. I said that and say nothing. Was it you? Yeah, just get up there and say, I told you I was going to do that for my first bit. Yeah, just go up there and do nothing. And, <laughs> and then just say thank you. And then I realized, well, that I do do that. that I, I go up on stage sometimes and I'm just sitting there and I, I wonder, should I have said that? Yeah, but you're a different kind of breed. You have said things on stage, like literally, babe, you got 10 minutes to get up there and get down. And you're like, yep. And then you get up there and you tell the story that you wanted to tell. Usually I'm going to get up and tell that one story. And then you go on another like, I don't know, man, 15 minute like long thing. And then you get off the stage and I was like, why did you bring up this? And you say, what? I said, what? <laughs> because yeah, I, you don't remember it all. But no. you do say a lot in 15 minutes. Well, so. to be fair, for those watching, um, to be fair, uh, I do that when I'm on my own clock. I don't. That's true. Yes, that is true. If you hire me for a gig, I just want to thank you, manager yes. and agent, yes. for making that clear. If you hire me, I stick to my time. But on my own tours... <laughs> Wait, I go was where, that sarcasm, the thank you? <laughs> maybe. I go where the thought <laughs> leads me. That's true. On your tours, you are the only the only reason I say it's a negative thing on your tours is because the headliner that we bring mm -hmm. is nervous. I think that they don't they they feel like they 
if they take their full hour, then they go over. Oh, yeah. Well, I always tell them, though. I always have those conversations and say, look, no matter what I do. No, there was, the, I can't remember who it was. I think it was maybe Chris Wineland. I had to tell him over and over. I was like, dude, you get an hour. <laughs> no matter what like, Timmy you, does. I told him, like, it's yeah. Timmy's show, no matter what Timmy does. You I said, he could be up there hour. till nine o'clock and we're supposed to leave, but you get your hour. They came to see you. I get what Martin Franks is going through, though. I do I do that all the time. You just go where the thought takes you. And that happens on this show, too. How many times have we, we said, we're going to do this, 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 and we end up getting to our stuff, but we go down these trails. I didn't even get to blow my kazoo on 420 because I said I'd do it after and then right? I forgot. You just got to do it when you think about it. That's true. Speaking so, of that, should we that, get yeah. on to the next thing? <laughs> Let's do that because you got we we started this segment up, and I think you're gonna have no problems oh. coming up with other things for it. But the segment is called "What's What Gets Me Going." Yes, and some things really get you going. And now that we've started the segment, you are just like going. There's so many things that get me going. So, ladies I didn't and gentlemen, realize that there was so much that bothered me. Here's MJ. Yeah, blowing off some steam. What gets you going, MJ? Well, I'll tell you what gets me going. The whole indica or sativa thing. Every time you go into a place and they're like, oh, what do you want to buy? You want to uppity up or you want a down or high? Do you want to feel like hyper and active or do you want to feel like couch lock? Indica or sativa? That drives me nuts because, okay, I'll just calm down a little bit. <laughs> Let's talk about the science behind cannabis. Oh, I see. Okay, so you're going from rant to... Science. Yes, I need to. I need to calm. I, yes, I will come back okay. to rant. All right. I just need to calm myself down to give you a little bit of the I'm facts just get first. Yes, please do. Cannabis is a plant of the dicot family. Or sorry, it's a dicot plant from the cannabaceae family. Okay. Okay, that's cannabaceae. 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 The genus is cannabis. The species is cannabis sativa L, which nobody talks about any of this that I've just said. Nobody I, like, I've never heard any of this, but I've never heard of a lot of it. What we talk about is the subspecies, sativa, indica, and nobody ever really generally talks about this one either, but it's the lesser known cousin, ruderalis. Oh, I've never, I, yeah, that's never, I only, I have heard you many times talk about indica and sativa, but that one I've never heard of. Okay. What is it again? Ruderalis. Ruderalis. Yes. It also is more known by the word autoflower. Okay. Okay. Yep. So the differences between these three subspecies are how they look. It's basically how they look. This is how we're we're identifying these plants. Yep. Not by how much THC it has. Not by uh, CBD. Not by CBG. Not, not by any other factors other than its physical appearance. So, for example, sativa is a very tall and skinny plant with narrow leaves. Not fat, narrow. Can grow like 18 feet tall. Yeah. It has a longer flowering time. So it takes longer for your buds to produce to the end. And it is light sensitive. So you can grow it inside and dependent on the amount of light and dark it gets, it flowers accordingly. Now indica, the opposite, it's short and bushy. Generally, six feet is like the tallest, and that's if you do it indoor, sometimes outdoor, but you have to start it really early. It is also light sensitive, but it has a shorter flowering time. Okay. Indica is generally the one that you see that people plant outdoors in Canada because of the amount of growing time that we have. We don't have enough sunlight in our area, in our hemisphere, in order to grow sativa plants from start to finish outdoors because we have winter. Right. So So indica and sativa are very much like classic comedy duos. The tall thin guy and are you the short say Laurel fat and guy. Hardy. Like Laurel and Hardy. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um and then Ruderalis, which is also known as ditchweed. Ditchweed, yeah, because you just throw it out. 
No, there is there is a reason for that, uh, why they call it ditch weed, and it's because it literally is generally found in the sides of the ditch in other countries. It, it can grow anywhere. That's why they call it ditch okay, weed. Yeah, It'll yeah. grow in the ditch. Yeah. Um, it is not photosensitive or light sensitive, um, and they only grow to one one to two feet tall. So the reason why a lot of people like uh, ruderalis or autoflowers is because. It's like the idiot proof of growing. You you take this plant, and it doesn't matter if you give it too much light mm-hmm. or not enough light, because it's still going to flower regardless. But, I mean, you're only going to get a one to two foot tall plant, so I'm, how much cannabis can you really get off that? Right. Okay. Yeah. So there is more to the cannabis plant than just indica, sativa, what type of high you want. We need to start talking about the entourage effect. How much CBD does it have? What's the THC levels? Um, what are the terpenes that are in it? Mm. Let's let's talk about everything that is encompassing of that plant and not just indica sativa. I that, that it drives me nuts because when I whenever I've gone into a uh, a cannabis store, yep. that's that's legitimately. I hear that all the time. It, it, it seems that simple. In my brain, yep. as a non-consumer, when I go in, it literally feels like here is our sativa yeah, and here is our indica. Which one do you want? Okay, so that's like saying, do you want a Pepsi product or do you want a Coke product? Right. And saying they're all going to be the same. They're all going to make you feel the same. Right. Well, no. It's because not like do you want a Coke or a Pepsi. It's do you want a Coke product and Coke also makes... There's, there's ginger like a, ale. a Sprite version and a 7-Up version, and a, they both have their own root beer. They both have their own... And you know what? Right. That 7-Up is going to taste almost just like that Sprite. Sort of. So that Indica is going to feel just like similar to the Sativa, maybe, depending if it has okay. the same so terms. they're oversimplifying it. it it's, they're, not, they're not getting into it enough. They're way too oversimplifying. Like, let's just call it weed. And tell me how much it costs, and I'll buy it by that. <laughs> right. You know, this one's $10 a gram, that one's $14 a gram. Well, I think I'll take the $10 a gram Just one. take the cheaper, yeah, okay. You know? So, but it's it's deceiving, because if somebody wants to smoke a joint to go to sleep, and they walk into a place, and they say, or even check online, and it says, would you like indica or sativa? And they buy the indica, thinking it's going to put them into couch. Right. Like oh, we've yeah, been you, told, you told that one, yeah. the indica couch, yeah. right? Indica. Yeah. It doesn't mean that that's what's going to happen. This person can consume that cannabis and get really hyper and and like energetic, energized almost. And now they're wondering why they are having even more trouble sleeping. Well, and it's not just what it may do in general, because you've often talked about that it can the same weed can affect a different person a different way. Absolutely. So it isn't just a matter of, hey, this this could also, yeah, I can, okay. All well, right. there, there's many different factors that affect how your body takes and, and uses cannabis, and it differs for every person, so. So even within the cannabis industry, you are saying that there isn't enough education and teaching going on. So, because I would sit there and say, oh, well, you know, I, w- I wouldn't know that. But you're saying, like, I mean, literally the people selling it aren't aren't really selling it. Well, the the problem, I feel, is just like with food back in the day, um, like just recently, I think they said, okay, each product, food product must have um, this like nutrition label. And on that nutrition label, it must have calorie intake, must have um, fat percentage and all this stuff that they said, this has to be on this thing. Mm-hmm. We want to see this information. <clears throat> I really feel like cannabis companies, uh, any producer of cannabis should know um, for at least like for, for the person purchasing what cannabinoids are in it, what terpenes are in it, um, mm-hmm. like how... Like this, this all affects everybody differently, and we need the education to be able to talk about these things because, like you said, I might be able to smoke this pink Kush, and it's the best strain ever, but somebody else can't smoke it, even though they have very similar things, problems as I do, same sex as I am, same height, same weight, 
there's there's so many different factors that change the outcome. And I think the more we talk about these things with people, mm-hmm. the more we'll be able to compare stories and say, you know, well, I can't smoke haze or I can't like personally, I can't touch diesel at all. Anything gas or diesel is no good for me. It just like my heart starts pounding and elevated and I start right. sweating. It's it's no good. All right. Yeah. So indica and sativa. Yeah, Get just throw it throw it out when it comes to how it makes you feel. Stop doing that. Fair enough. Stop doing that. I like that one. That was a good rant. That was yeah. a good rant. Thank you. Um, let me, I just want to share a little briefly here before we wrap up today's episode. Um, and uh, I didn't even write it on my cards. I got it more written on a piece of paper here today. <laughs> Going classic. The D.A.R.E. program. Classic clip. Well, here's the thing. So we knew it was, uh, we we knew Dare, Dare Day was going to be our theme. And the very first thing I thought of when I heard Dare um, wasn't, I dare you to do this. I immediately thought of like the early 90s, the Dare program. The, D- oh, the D-A-R-E, say no to drugs. Say no to drugs. That's when it started. The Dare program started in 1983. Mm-hmm. It was by, I think it was the, the chief of police from the LAPD. Uh, there was the big war on drugs. I mean, crack cocaine was, uh, was, 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 taken on this new life down in, uh, down in LA. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they started this program and, and of course then Nancy Reagan, um, jumps on with the whole, just say no to drugs campaign. Um, there was a large change in the way people perceived, um, drugs. I think there was, I forget the exact numbers, but it was some really low percentage, like under 10% of the population felt that drugs was a, was a serious problem in America. Mm-hmm. And by by the time the just so just say no campaign had got going, sixty five percent or something like over sixty percent of the population thought drugs was a major problem. Wow! So, um, sounds like a successful campaign, right? Right. So we need to hire. Them. That's what I started. I thought about that program, and so I started to look into it a little bit, and I, I said, you know, all of a sudden I found that is like, wait a minute, there's something that I'd like to talk about today, um, and that is. Um, it was a program like this. Now, from so from 1983 to 2009, uh, it ran, and there were lots of studies saying like it's not really successful. And and it was it was, I think, and I think others people felt it was it was so focused on just say no, yep. like just say no. There's no no reasons, no nothing. It's like it's 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 gonna you know ruin your life. Just say no. And and we know that when you tell people just say no, especially when you tell kids. Kids say yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like there's there's a natural inclination if we're not giving them proper information. I do not know. Listen, if you were in the Dare program and you know about the Dare program, I do not know the ins and outs of the Dare program. I'm not even using this as a thing to say horrible program, not horrible. I'm just saying that in history, this program was started and they were driven towards this just say no campaign. Now, okay? were they the ones that did the egg in the frying pan? I don't know who did that, but that was a good, good, good commercial. That's stuck in your head, right? This it's is your the brain. only one. This is this, this is, your, is brain. your brain. And this is your brain this on is drugs. Your brain on drugs. Mm, right? Tasty brains. So, um, and kind of like kind of like the way you just you just talked about um, uh, with the uh, with the indica and the sativa, it's an oversimplifying um, of this is what drugs overarching everything, which of course they don't include. Um, caffeine um in that statement but that's a legal drug right but they they, they they didn't say just say no to illegal drugs but that's what they implied they said because just say people no to don't drugs. look at caffeine as a drug i know same like sugar i know and and that's i think that's wrong i think i think people are 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 again they're they're picking and choosing they're like well we like coffee yeah but coffee is considered a food well, yeah. Now or a beverage. Now we're going down a whole other rabbit hole, which we can maybe do on a different thing. But um, so let me let me just point out a couple things that I read though, and it said uh, marijuana is positively correlated with alcohol use and cigarette use. That's what they had figured out back then, um, implying that a lot of marijuana users also drink and smoke. Um, now maybe that was true in the eighties. Uh, I don't necessarily see that now. A lot mm-hmm. of the people I hear with, a lot of people that, in fact, I that I've met through you have are like, no, are you kidding me? I wouldn't, not a chance. You know, there's a lot of non-drinkers. Yeah, the majority of the people I know smoke and don't drink. Um, people use marijuana also consume more legal and illegal drugs. So um, they were saying that, you know, again, they they 
refer to it as the gateway drug, and that was kind of the way in, right? <laughs> gateway to the fridge, maybe. <laughs> so, again, I'm, I'm not here to say yes or no to the program, but that's what the program was talking about. But in 2009, they decided we need to switch it up because things weren't being as effective, and they started this program called Keeping It Real which I believe is still active today. And they've seen a lot more success. But here's why I think um, they're having more success. And it's because they've um, left the focus of, um, this might be oversimplifying as well, but they've left the focus of um, anti-drug and going more to um, how do we teach kids to um, use reason and information and um, rational decision-making, like developing rational decision-making skills mm -hmm. so that when they're presented with something, they can figure out, is this right or wrong for me? As opposed to a blanket statement of say no to that, say yes to this. It's about going, we're going to give you, we're going to give you information and we're going to teach you how to use that information to make a better decision. Now, See, I'm concerned of what information they're giving out now well, because I they've mean, been saying no, no, no for years. The, whether the, what the, whatever the program's doing, I think a lot of stuff has to come down in the home anyways. I think, you know, par whether parents like to believe it or not, they, they still, even though they say, my kids don't like me and they don't pay attention to me and they just stay in the room all day. You're, you, you are, um, I've discovered this as a youth pastor. I could spend, you know, five hours with your kid once a week. Um, but, uh, there's a good chance that your kid is, is going to follow your habits. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I, I was with a lot of kids who, who couldn't stand their parents legitimately couldn't stand them and the habits their parents were involved in and ended up falling into those same patterns, despite the fact that I was trying to love on them and, and share, you know, an alternative thing because you as a parent still are the number one, um, source of where your parent, where your kids are watching. Anyways, my point of all that though, is to say, I think at the very least, they have hit on something that I believe is very important in this whole conversation. It's one of the reasons why we're having this podcast is because it's not so much about just flat out saying cannabis good or cannabis bad. It's about having the discussion and giving people all of the information and resources needed for them to say, cannabis might be good for me. It's not good for me. And somebody watching or listening might say, it's never good, it's never bad. Look, if you've made that decision based on information that hasn't been funneled through your own bias, but that you've actually watched and read other sources, then I respect that decision. But all I'm saying is I want people, and this is why, this is why I know for a fact that there are people who are watching what I'm doing on this, on this podcast, and just because it is cannabis related... There'll be people who have known me as a clean comic and performing in the church for so many years and a Christian background that are like, what is, what is happening? Like, 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 oh, and I might even lose fans over this mm -hmm. because Which is crazy because you don't even consume cannabis. Right. Imagine there are people in life that get pushed out of families and friends because mm -hmm. they are cannabis consumers people, and you're not even consuming. But that, that's the problem. People are unwilling to have the discussion and unwilling to make decisions based on actual um, evidence. And, and uh, so oh, this kind of just brought me down that rabbit hole to say, okay, this, this is really the thing. It's not just a matter of just say no to drugs. It's a matter of let's teach people the real information from both sides and then also teach them the skills of how to utilize that information. Because if you, if you have information, you don't know how to use the information. That's a, uh, you know, that's, uh, that's, it's, so it's it sounds good. It sounds what they're doing is good, but I have trust issues and yeah, and what, I, I, and I'm, I'm, not, I'm just a little skeptical. I'm not saying I'm not, I'm not even bringing this. I'm just using, I'm just using that program as the, I'm oh, just, using, I'm just, just using that program as the one example to get to the point of going what I believe in mm -hmm. and what I think the world needs to move towards right now is a world that's, that looks at cannabis as um, a an opportunity to talk yeah. about it. And so that's why we're doing this. And so when I heard dare, it led me to this and it led me to that. And it led me to sit there and say, you know what? That's, that's what I, that's what I want to do. And so if you're watching this show and you're a doobie, 
Um, that's awesome. But if you're watching the show and you're a newbie. That's awesome too. That's awesome too. That, <laughs> in fact, that's, you know, I want that. I want people to be listening to our show saying, hey, you know what? I don't understand what's going on. I may even be opposed to what's going on, but let's hear it out. Let's see what's happening. Let's, you know, I just want to have the talk. And that's, that's, uh, that's important to me. So. Well, we go. can't have the talk. That's on television already. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, our show is better. I was going to say, I'm not really a fan. Well. Of theirs, not ours. Shall we wrap it up? Yes, we shall. I think we had some good rants today, some funny stuff. Another episode in the books. Yeah. It was good. It was fun. It was. Let's go grab something to eat. All right. I am Timmy Boyle. Mary Jane Baker. Stay lifted. And keep on laughing. <laughs> there it is. One of these days. Cheers. <laughs>